I'm just getting sick of these people. I, I really am starting to get tired of them. <coughs> Excuse me. He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! Soda's rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you wanna do it? Welcome, everybody, to episode number two of the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast. This week's episode brought to you by Mumby Mumby and Mumby Associates and Soapy Massage. Joining me this week, as always, my dear friend Parker. How are you doing? Hello. I'm great. I'm just happy to be here with my friends RJ and Mac. Uh, yes, and we also have, from the frozen Canadian north, Mac. Huh. Anyway, good to hear it, Mac. <laughs> Just crickets and the sound of the fucking frozen wind going. <laughs> God damn it, I hate him. <laughs> anyway, we are here this week to talk about NXT TakeOver War Games and Survivor Series, which, boy, those were shows of varying qualities. Survivor Series was really good until it ended. And then it ruined the entire show and weekend. Uh, Survivor Series was like a trip to Six Flags for me. It, I was super excited going into it, and then like walking through the gates, I kind of realized what the day was really going to be like. And then it was just a mix of highs and lows, and then it ended on a really disappointing note. You were on your feet for eight hours, and your dad beat the piss out of you for spilling your $8 drink. <laughs> That's just a typical Saturday. And for not standing for the pledge at the table. It's very disrespectful. You, when Mr. America comes out, you stand up. I, I am a real American, and I fight for the rights of every man, as long as you stand up for the anthem. Exactly. I bet the New Day would take a knee. <laughs> I got some thoughts about them and their antics. So, takeover. <laughs> I think we should start on that note, because I... Man... Uh, I I don't really remember a lot Great. of the Great. show. Coming in strong. Yeah. I mean, I, I was really coming into this with the expectation of really just caring about the War Games match. Because I never saw any of the War Games matches like back in the day. I was never... I didn't watch wrestling then. But I remember hearing about it, and I think it was in one of the old Nintendo 64 games there was an option for a War Games Okay, so you were here for War Games, but what did you think of Lars Sullivan and Cassius Ono? Okay, um, I think I remember that one. Chris Hero's great, or Cassius Ono is great. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, that dude has the biggest fucking hands I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, big old Paco <laughs> Big old man sandwich. His, his hands look like rotisserie chickens. Like <laughs> fucking Christmas hams on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> a whole fucking turducken just beating the Christ out of the man in a basketball shirt. I uh, opened the show, saw that Chris Hero was wearing a shirt and long pants and laughed really hard and then skipped to the next match. <laughs> He's still fat. Uh, yeah. like I, I love body shaming Chris Hero because he could be rich if he would just stop eating. <laughs> Listen, sometimes the donuts are just worth it. Sometimes they do, in fact, make you go nuts. Fuck. And then you get fired. You have to wrestle in a high school gym. And then get the shit beat out of you by someone named Lars Sullivan. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking villain from a Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> Meet the fuckers too? 
he get his ass beat by one of the counselors from heavyweights? <laughs> wow. Suck a dick, I'd rather Chris watch that movie than five. watch that match again. All five minutes of it? Uh, it, it listen. Five minutes and eleven seconds, according to uh, Wikipedia here. Okay. Give give Three the men minutes. the credit that they're due. Okay. Oh no, man, I need five oh. to really tell the story of this match. Is this confirming uh, Cassie Sono was the new member of the New Day? Yeah, he really fits in. Yeah. There's something about him. He, he just blends yeah, right in. his big fat ass. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, moving it, on. It is really funny that Kevin Owens took the KO gimmick, and then he just took the name back anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, who cares? There's, there's, there's enough room for one shirt wearing fatty in this company. When you look at Chris Hero, do you think, like, yeah... I bet your name is Cassius. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you turn down dessert? Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to watch this match? Oh. Oh, no. No. Uh, now, I had a problem with this next match. Now, you're telling me there's a guy named Alistair Black, but it was the white guy? Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, well, because, you see, it's... It's in relation to his black heart and his black soul. Oh, that's why he had cool candles and goth music. Yeah, and he he comes up like a vampire. I miss Kevin Thorne. Also, wrestling is bad. You know, I, it is, but everything about this match kind of, I feel like, exemplifies what is good about wrestling. Kind of. The white guy winning? Like, yes, mostly that. Okay. <laughs> um... Well, no, but, like, I, uh, this is one of the few feuds from NXT that I actually kind of followed uh, before the match because it was kind of difficult not to throughout fucking Twitter or Reddit and anything else. Uh, these guys have been putting their heart into this feud, and Jesus Christ, what a match. I'm very happy that you're deep into wrestling Twitter. Makes me happy. I, you, you know, it's one of the only reasons yeah. that I can justify having a twitter for hey, you gotta fill the hours in the day i because twitter has been around for what 10 years at least and an eternity i have never given a fuck about it up until i realized that wrestling on twitter is such its own universe between the you know the gifts and the comments on fucking everything it it makes youtube look like the fucking un it's... You can talk to your favorite wrestlers. Oh. You can send green frogs to people. You can wear diapers to own the Libcucks and the Snowflakes. It's pretty much the best app. That's... Mac, what did you think of this match? I agree. Yeah, I really like when he does the Rick Rude gyrations. Yeah, he's doing it now, guys. No, 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 Mac. It, it, Prince. Prince. That's who he's... Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Uh no, the 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 other Charlie Murphy one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same page. Now. I, I I hope these guys stay in NXT forever, because and I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that because I have no faith for them on the main roster, and I love everything that they're I mean, doing. Why right wouldn't now. you have any faith? It's not like fucking Kevin Steen and El Generico wrestled on a YouTube pre-show. <laughs> oh, I don't. Listen, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I have... Look, I know it's not YouTube. Don't I, correct me. I have... It, no, you know what? It's streamed to YouTube. It's on YouTube. That's fair. God, wait, is it really still? Of course it is. It's, That's it's awesome. the pre-show. They're not, they're not going to make you pay for that. 
it's it's amazing they made people pay for any of it. Um, now you told me I had to watch this match. Was most of that just for that DDT? Absolutely. That's what I like. Absolutely. To hear. Uh, it was so gorgeous. And th- just the way Alistair his kicks sound so crispy. It's like someone just cracking into a, a, a nice, fresh piece of celery. I appreciate any match that is built solely around kicks to the face and open-handed slaps. Uh, yeah. I'm here for it. I, you know, you throw in a couple German suplexes, I'd have given this the match of the fucking year. It was uh, essentially just two men kicking each other in the face, demanding he say his name. Yeah. Mac, what would you rate it? Okay, I didn't wow. need a racial slur, but that's yeah, that, okay. Oof, cool. Jesus, God. 2017. Right. <laughs> stepped into a time machine. No love lost in, here, am I right? Stepped into New Day's time machine right here or something. <laughs> uh, Don't get him started on the New Day. <laughs> Damn it. All right, so after this we had... I don't know what those names are. Oh, the Fatal 4-Way or the I don't NXT know what Championship in... match? I don't know what an Ember Moon is. Uh, I mean, I know, like, you're completely fucked when you go against Brock with it. That's all I have. That's it. Holy shit. All right. All right. That was a bit of a deep cut. I had to think about that one for a second. (laughs) My autism is all powerful. Wow. That was beautiful. Uh, I, you know, I, I like, I like Ember Moon. I, I dig the shit she's doing. I like the uh, the eye contacts. I I'm strictly against eye contact, <laughs> male or female, but especially <laughs> mostly, female. Yeah, mostly when it comes to females, I'm terrible. I start about stuttering it, but... and I start like talking about the attitude era, and I'm like, "Can you dig it?" And then I just mumble a lot, and then I leave. I check my phone even though no one texts me. Excuse me, ma'am. I have a train. I would like you to hop on with me. <laughs> Woo! I actually have some train videos. <laughs> Check me out on YouTube where I stand at railroad tracks and yell at trains as they pass by. Man. <laughs> anyway. It's just me watching Albert wrestle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're you're hitting, me on, you're hitting tired. me on levels. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably the first thing. mistake. Because you're, you're... I'm not catching I up. I want to die. Yeah, that would be ideal. Oh, thank but so I, I'm sure this match was good, but I did not watch it. It it was it wasn't bad. It was okay. I mean, I uh, Kyrie Kyrie saying Kyrie saying I can never say it right. I've heard it. In yeah, that's probably a name. The pirate princess. She is fantastic, oh, yeah. and they should just give her the championship and put her on television forever. Did they really give her like pirate sounding music just because she was holding a pirate wheel? I I think that was I think that's like been her God, gimmick freak. for a while. Like I think that's like been a thing that she's. Oh. I feel like she's they're, carried around that wheel for... I feel like I've seen that before she was in NXT. Paul Burchill, this fucking idiot, so fast. Listen, I don't care. As long as she keeps doing that crisp-ass elbow drop, mm. just give her every championship. Give her the European mm. title. Fuck it. Bring Pete Dunne in. Or UK, United, <laughs> whatever. I don't care. And uh, on that note, rename the United Kingdom Championship to the European Championship. Y- you know, yeah, what are we what, doing? Fuck it. Who cares? Like, and especially now, if you're going to put it on TV, nobody cares about the UK. No offense to the people of the UK, but, like, come on. You're not special. D'Lo Brown has a legacy with that European title, <laughs> and I'm not going to stand for this. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's a good point. I don't want anybody tarnishing the good name of D'Lo Brown and his fucking head bobble. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's that, Mac? 
Yeah, he fucking paralyzed him. Yeah, try and take the strap off. He, he was working with the real deal now. Whoa, oh God. <laughs> Put up the X. Walk it off. Now, remember the first time Drew McIntyre was in WWE? I, yes, I... Neither does anyone else, because no, it was shit. I absolutely... No, Except it was... Except his music. It, I, okay. <laughs> I got Fine. you, bitch. Take, take the few things that I actually have to fucking say about this guy and just so, throw it out before so me. Fucking good. Why, but why would they not bring the music back? And like, I feel like this, this, is conver- this is a conversation that absolutely does not need to be had now. In it's going to be. It's December. Um, because, but it, it, we should be bringing it up every time he walks out to a song that is not Broken Dreams. That song is so fucking good. That's, that's one of the yeah. few songs that I would actually, like, non-embarrassingly put on a playlist to listen to outside of wrestling context. Like, in his like, first run, that song was easily the best thing about him. Oh, absolutely. Well, and his hair. He's got some Then he was got TNA and, hair. I don't know, I don't know, whatever you do in TNA. Um, but, I mean... Not get paid, probably. You realize how good you had it? <laughs> like, he made a name for himself, and now he's back here making the big bucks in development. Uh, which I'm glad he did, because Drew is great. I've always I thought he was great back in his original run. I just think that they didn't really do anything with him. But Was that that era of SmackDown where they had a bunch of young people who were like, you know what, we're going to have Randy Orton carry this brand? <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I think the original plan was for him to beat like the Undertaker for the championship or something like Jesus that. Jesus, what? Something happened. SmackDown, but, it just goes from like, well, this is actually the best show to this is unwatchable garbage. What do you mean Finley's in the main event? And it just goes up and down with this roller coaster of trash. I, I like how at the rate they're going now, that cycle is just kind of repeating, but instead of Finley, it's going to be fucking Randy Orton. Oh, do you mean again. Shane McMahon? Yeah. Because I watched Hell in the Cell to watch this 40 year old fucking man. Flop around for forty-five minutes. Oh, we're gonna be talking about Shane and his flopping here in a couple minutes because uh, I don't think it's gonna take me too long to get through the rest of Survivor Series. Uh, but God damn it, I need to talk about the War Games match because now War Games match. I know three of these people. I, you should know all of them. That that is all I will say. Everybody involved in this match is like in a massive way tie for like my favorite fucking people in wrestling well, right now let's see I'm aware of Roderick Strong I've heard Adam Cole's name and Eric Young used to play a retarded person in TNA okay so I'm gonna have to do some YouTubing after this I uh, mean not I like can see it? explicitly retarded but oh not like Eugene pretty, pretty like, retarded uh, he came out every week and always got scared of his own pyro so <laughs> so yeah it's not a joke either that's a real thing that happened oh man was it? Let me tell you about Eric Young versus Shark Boy. That's funny because if Mac was actually here, he'd get excited. What's that, Mac? Yeah, I was just gonna say he's right here. Sorry, I didn't see you over there. Yeah, I know, right? Give me a shell. Yeah, I got you, dude. <laughs> Mac, oh, yeah. what is your favorite part of Adam Cole? I would have said his cock, but that's interesting. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but. Jesus fuck, what a match. This, like, this made me happy to be my first War Games match that I've actually watched. Like, because now I'm definitely going to go back and watch old War Games matches. Like, even though I feel... You know, it's it was a little bit different. You know, I know they uh, they took off the roof of the cage in this one. Cut Um, each other open. But I thought the, uh, the rule of... 
if if you leave the cage, you essentially forfeit for your team. I thought that was great. You know what's not a rule change I like? So I did some research, and back in the olden days, there were no pinfalls. Wait, you what? either submitted or you just got knocked out cold. So people just murdered each other in those cages. Okay. Okay. So to add that rule and then just have it end on a shining wizard. By the way, you don't jump off the cage into eight people and then kick out. I'm just saying. I oh man. Well, you know when the when the title's on the line. I gotta get my shit in, brother. When, when the title's on the line and all the chips are. Hold on. Excuse me. I'm, it wasn't for a title. Let me see. It was for nothing. Uh, oh. Um. I see here he threw their armband back at them. Wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm receiving word. Yeah, uh, they wanted him to join him, and then he pretended he joined, but then he didn't, and now they're all wrestling. Okay, cool. Mac, what do you think? <laughs> I think this match is worth it just for all of the big spots. That fucking the suplex off the top of the cage made me really uncomfortable. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, once everyone got in there and they just beat the absolute dog fuck out of each other for 20 minutes. It was glorious. It was beautiful. The amount of the amount of people getting thrown over motherfuckers was amazing. People getting thrown from ring to ring is what I showed up for. That's yeah. It was like I was saying earlier. I I I had never seen an actual war game smash before, so I was always curious how the the dual ring was going to come into play. Grown ass men getting tossed. It was everything that I wanted it to to be. But it did have my least favorite crowd thing. When a guy gets in the ring, throws eight different weapons in, and they just chant for tables. Yeah. I hate We Want Tables chants so much. You know, I mean, we could probably have an entire podcast just discussing the things that we don't like about fucking the, the NXT crowd alone. But, we are awesome. Uh, yeah. Are you? Yikes. What? <laughs> One fall. When the fuck did that start? On a side note, I don't know. by the way. Like I was very unpleasantly surprised. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't think I get I thought, it and I don't think I like it. <laughs> the two rings idea was cool, but boy, these cameramen they had some trouble catching spots. Yeah, I mean you could tell that, you know, NXT is definitely a, a full sale production. <laughs> these are definitely students. They're learning. <laughs> Uh, you know, as somebody, I, I obviously haven't done anything up to that kind of caliber. You know, I, I videotaped my high school talent show. Uh, yeah. so obviously it's the same thing. So I know what it's like. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I really enjoyed but, there being like a loud spot and then a couple seconds of silence. And then I, I think they just both hit their finishers at the same time. <laughs> Can't possibly go back now. Now. Am I understand one of these people has a move called the end of heartache? Yeah, that sounds I, about right. That's upsetting. That, Maybe don't do that. It's going to be Baron Corbin's finisher after he we will talk starts about dating Baron Corbin. Maurice. And they break up. Could you imagine, though? I don't know. I just want a hideous man. That, oh. At least Ambrose doesn't have the worst hairline in the business anymore. I listen. I I hope uh, if anything come out of NXT War Games, it's that War Games is an amazing match. They should keep doing them, and all I want is more Adam Cole on my television. I got thirty minutes into the match. I was like, wait a second. 
is this like a one fall kind of thing? And I was very surprised when after that massive superplex, he just kicked him in the head and then pinned him. I was like, oh, oh, it's over. Oh, I guess we're done. Okay. Well, I mean, everyone at that point was kind of dead. Yeah, I mean, that is true. Also, spot of the night is the dude swinging the chair, bouncing off the ropes, hitting himself in the face, yes. and then eating a suplex. Yes. Incredible. I, Five stars. I, I, I cannot argue with that whatsoever. I mean, it had that. It had grown men throwing other grown men over the top of the rope into another ring onto other men. Oh, God. Killian Dane God. is Jesus God. That is a large I, orange man. I really hope. Uh, I, I can't wait for the eventual Killian versus Braun match. I'm just happy to see Bull Dempsey getting work again. <laughs> Fuck. Bull, bull, bull. Anyway. All right. That about wraps it up. Now let's get to yeah. the A show. It, yeah. Well, Yes, it certainly was a show. That's what's up. Uh, Look at that assist. Now, I have a question for you that I asked the entire night of the show. Why am I doing this? This is a waste of time. I have a second question I'd like to ask you. (laughs) What? So, the entire night they keep score of SmackDown and Raw of who's up on who. Yep. Hey, on a side note, do you know this was the one time a year that SmackDown and Raw get to go head-to-head? Oh, man, they really got some bragging rights going. (laughs) This was the one time a year. They never mentioned... They they didn't mention that at all, which I thought was very strange. But, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. What did the winner get? Uh, (laughs) Mac, do you know? I'm sorry, we're having some technical difficulty. It sounds like Mac is hashtag undersieved right now. So we're going to continue on. They got bragging rights. That's what it is. No, not the pay-per-view. Just the actual thing to talk about for two weeks on the show. That's what they That's get. very optimistic. You think we're going to go two weeks? Yeah. Well, no, because we're already on to the build-up for... Oh, no. What's, What's the next? next? When's oh, the... no. Well, we're a month from... Is the Rumble next? Oh, no. There's got to be something no. in December. Yeah. Uh... We can't go. God damn we... Let's see. Oh, Clash of Champions. Oh, Lord. We're still doing that? Of course we are. Isn't but... that just Night of Champions? Wait. Oh, yeah. they are. Those are two different things, aren't they? There's one match announced, baby. That's AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Dying would be cool. Listen, listen, before we say things out loud that completely kill any motivation that I have to talk about wrestling, we actually have an entire pay-per-view that we need to talk about. I'm just saying that maybe the brand split was always a bad idea. I, you know, no. I, I was going to say, I think the brand split was still the best idea, but... It, I'm sorry. It's, brand split pay-per-views. That's my bad. Okay, no. That, yeah, that's fair. That is my bad. But the brand split is... It's not the brands that were holding things back. It was the writing. And splitting people apart are just now everyone gets more storylines but they're all bad (laughs) hey you know i love brands and branding and marketing and seo culture you know this about me i'm here for brands i mean that's that's true as i let my feet soak in a soapy massage uh, (laughs) branded product you know sometimes after a long stressful day i just want to unwind and really get the poison out of my system with a nice soapy massage how do you like to receive your soapy massage, Parker? Oh, slowly, under hot water, just really get all those toxins out. Mm. You know, it really clears the head. It's really the skin-on-skin contact for me that really Absolutely. is what I look forward to. The intimacy. <laughs> the implications. <laughs> the squeaky sound of the inflatable mattress. 
I'm a uh, child. Do we even want to talk about the pre-show? I absolutely did not, and I will not watch the pre-show. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't either. I did three matches. You can fuck off. Right. Matt Hardy losing to Elias Sampson because 2017 yep. is hell. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn not on the main show. Nope. I mean, you know, technically, I guess they they played a part in one of the matches, but like... So I on. see here that their match was a full minute shorter than Enzo Amore beating Callisto. Crazy, isn't it? What are we doing? Wasting people's time. Speaking that, of... I mean, they have an hour of a pre-show to fill out, and they can't put Lita on camera for that long. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just think uh, there's a lot of uh, it, a lot of good matchups in the history of the women's divisions. Back to you, book. <laughs> My fave five. Here's eighteen people. All right, Shield versus New Day. I thought was great. I thought that was, was a good way to open the show. This is where about four or five minutes in, I was like, this is pretty good so far. It's a pretty good opener. And then near the end, I was like, oh, I'm actually fucking stupid. This is great. It turns out judging a match in the first five minutes is really stupid. eh, I didn't, I didn't hate this. Like, you know, now that the shield is back together, this is kind of their opportunity to run through, well, not run through. Well, I guess, yeah, that still applies, but, uh, to let them face all the new teams that are basically just fucking fantasy lineups that they couldn't do when the shield was split up. I do have vivid shield fantasies. You've seen my DeviantArt. That, that's, that is true. Your, your Zanga has some pretty explicit pictures on there, but... Look, we don't have to talk about that. You know, like, I, I feel like something tells me that they're gonna keep the shield around for, like, another year or two and just have them... But then who is Roman Reigns gonna face at WrestleMania? fucking I don't know they're probably you know if anything they're gonna do like the shield versus the club or something like that like they're gonna they're gonna oh man they're gonna spread about the club well I mean that's I'm being very optimistic and pretending that they're gonna actually do anything with them other than having them sing with Elias uh oh sorry walk with Elias Jesus what because I walk with Elias um, so this match started 14 minutes in if you love video packages, you'll love Survivor Series because this show could have been under three hours and, so easily. And listen, as somebody who edits some videos, I do enjoy those video packages because <laughs> a lot of them, even for the garbage matches, are really well done. Not when they take up forty-five minutes of your wrestling show. Yeah, well, you know, I kind of would rather watch that than fucking Enzo Amore. So you know, that's a fair counterpoint. Th- th- that. 8 minutes and 45 seconds that they were watching I could have just watched the Daniel Bryan monster promo from Wrestlemania just twice that makes sense <laughs> better use I of wish, my time <laughs> I wish you'd been here in the room with me when they cut to the announcer's table oh, God. and there were 5 fucking people there. like a middle school cafeteria table Booker T sounds like he has no idea where he is and it's incredible I mean that's that's par for the course for both <laughs> There was there's so many times you just kept getting like livid and there was like silence so like uh, I, don't, I don't understand what that means so uh, Seth Rollins the architect and they just talk over him it owns by the way 
Those fucking half black shield, half red raw shirts are the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I can't. Like, I, I think the actual, the new shield t-shirts actually look decent for WWE t-shirts, but then they went and did that, and it's just, <laughs> why? Unfortunately, why? I'm recording this from hell, because I did a drinking game and drank every time one announcer said dog, <laughs> and I'm dead. I'm deceased from this plane. Clifford, the big dog. They're in the large red dog's yard. <laughs> hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. I, I've learned my lesson about making drinking games, especially with you. Uh, especially <laughs> when it comes to wrestling things. Because I uh, cheat. Yeah. Well, and you also play to die. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know what? If you're not all in, take your chips to another table. Been all in since day one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, too, like Roman Reigns, am locked and loaded. Hoo-ah. But it was nice. What is it, like 15-something absurd like that? Oh, my God, 20 minutes. Yep. Nice slow build in with everyone hitting a gorillion finishers. Yep. That's what you want in opening. I mean, the, Everyone uh, was over except Roman Reigns. The super triple power bomb was pretty great. Absolutely. Kofi fucking folded. Him, him breaking up a spear, or breaking up the pin by spearing someone so hard it just knocked everyone over. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for no, it. No, yeah. That's the kind of dumb camp shit that I'm way into. Uh, All right. Speaking so of Raw dumb camp up. shit that I'm not way into, though, <laughs> the f- first of the five-on-five Survivor Series interbrand elimination matches. <laughs> not only was I surprised to see that Alicia Fox is still in the company, but when they said she was the Raw captain... <laughs> I stared mouth agape like a fucking idiot. I yeah, they like they were giving her plenty of TV time apparently too, and it's good to see that they're still doing the hey she's crazy. You know how those women are and black. <laughs> oh, talk about a real head case, huh? That's yeah, right. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Scream at the national anthem next? Oh boy. <laughs> the, the raw captain, the Antifa super soldier, Alicia Fox. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I should have just said Antifa Fox, huh? Well, time to edit all these notes. <laughs> scribble out everything you have written down. <laughs> so speaking of scribbling out all your plans, I see Carmela still has the briefcase. Yeah, they are going to uh, stretch that out for a while. I guess we should probably say who's in this, huh? So Team Raw's Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Asuka, and Nia Jax. She's Team not Smackdown's like most other women, you know. Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina. By the way, surprise entrant Natalia. Like, she's fucking Trish Stratus returning. <laughs> oh my god, it's the woman who's here every week. <laughs> the only other woman on the roster. Whom could have foreseen this? Why? Did you get anything out of this match? Uh, yeah. I got a bag of chips, and I think I got some Oreos. Nice. Uh, and I got to take my time walking back to my fucking television. I have a question for you. Shoot, buddy. Shoot Why is Lana the greatest person in this company stuck with Tamina? <laughs> what is this? How does Tamina still have a job? Don't. Because she's Samoan. Oh, yeah. I mean, didn't her daddy kill someone? Like Hell yeah, he did. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, it was me. never allegedly. proven in court. Alleged- mum- uh, my lawyers hit Mumby, Mumby, and Mumby Associates <laughs> would like me to remind you that it was alleged. Uh, it has never been proven, even though isn't, hasn't he been convicted? Is it, or, but he's like insane or something like that. Like, I he was got off like with insanity. too old, too old to like be a competent witness. Too big for bottles, <laughs> baby. Too big for coffins. Because <laughs> he murdered her. 
Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So, if you're wondering how the Divas Revolution is going, uh, Becky Lynch got pinned one minute in. Uh-huh. And then, with zero fanfare whatsoever, Bailey got pinned clean right in the middle by Tamina. Uh-huh. And then Nia Jax and Tamina wrestled each other. Uh-huh. And then Nia Jax lost by countout, which baffled Booker Sorry. T. Hey, Mac, could you tell them apart? Continue. Booker T sounded incensed, confused, horrified at the nerve that she was eliminated because she didn't make it out in the ring by the count of ten. Everyone at the announcer's table was like, but, but, uh, but I mean, she didn't beat the counting. This is a Fiber Series. It was incredible. The more they put Booker on commentary, the more I think that he found Shane's lockbox of dirt <laughs> on Vince. Because there's just, there's no way... That he's not, Sucker. like, backstage every week with someone else going, Hey, Book, I bet you won't say this shit on television. Chucky-ducky. <laughs> <laughs> now, you didn't watch this match, but you should go back and watch, because there's one point where Alicia Fox and Naomi are in the ring, and after rewinding a couple times, I cannot tell what that sequence is supposed to be, <laughs> but it is a colossal clusterfuck. It's incredible. And then there's confusion, and then Alicia Fox is eliminated, even though, like, she's kicked out, but they counted three anyways. It's so good. I feel like there's one of those every women's five-on-five match. or Women's battle royal match, or any sort of, like, more than a tag team. And, like, I'm not, not, you know, I'm not using it to shit on the ladies, but it's like, maybe just they don't have enough of those matches for them to kind of... Look, I appreciate I the quality of women's matches going up, but maybe putting ten in the ring here's a numbers game. Maybe, 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 and maybe when you only have eight that are worth a damn, like you know, nothing wrong with a four on four. No, or, it's know. fine, but it's not survivors. Who gives a shit? You know Oscar what? They took, the ca- they took the cage off war games. They could take two people out of a fucking. <laughs> took the cage off war games. <laughs> Anything is possible. And stairs. <laughs> 300 tons on the world's largest athlete I'm really sad that they dropped the dot 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 and stairs after only they one year bring it back. that was uh, the best idea they've ever had now it's at this point where Asuka starts selling for Carmella and I'm upset on a deeply visceral level that's, that's the exact thing that I saw coming seven months ago when people started talking about hey Asuka's probably going to move up soon isn't she and then so I then looked she... over to the the women's roster and went, ooh. <laughs> Can you just stay forever? <laughs> no, I mean, it's not like they'd fuck up. I mean, I mean, like, look, Bailey. it's impossible to mess up Bailey. Oh, boy. Oscar's going to lose to a returning Eva Marie in four months. She's going to fucking own. I can't fucking wait. Has she lost a page yet? Oh, God. Well, yeah, she's, that, she's Paige is back, by the yeah, way. Magic That's a... It owned because I watched the clip and it just happened in the middle of a heatless, dead to the world women's match. <laughs> and it just all of a sudden just. So it's a television women's match? Uh, oh, you're not wrong. I, I, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't support point. it, but there's just, there's a, there's a clear. When, when even the cruiserweights are getting more fucking attention paid to you, maybe. You should make 75% of what superstars make. <laughs> They only use 73% of the ring, 
So <laughs> let's see. Sasha Banks taps clean because of course she does. Yep. And it somehow comes down to Oscar and Natalia because yep. sure. And then Oscar wins. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was that's fine. That's it was. You know, honestly, the, that's fine. the one I was expecting them to give Oscar a loss in this because that way they could have been like, oh well, you know, it's you know, she got beat up by never five been ladies. pinned in singles competition. No, yeah. So, well, then they'd have to change it to that. But whatever, they didn't. So after this match, we get a promo with Stephanie and Daniel Bryan. How do people watch Stephanie on Raw every week? Uh, How can anyone listen to this? With the volume down? Like, the promo goes on forever, and she's just fucking screeching. See, it's funny, because we could have been having this conversation four years ago. <laughs> about the exact people involved too and, and I was able to four years ago I talked myself out of watching these every month and recording things about them I, time has only weakened me and, but you know at least the authorities done away with and they don't open raw with 15 minutes Stephanie and Triple H speeches anymore right oh right God. guys right Mac H. huh Mac must be so never... upset by that thought that he he's taking a, a sabbatical <laughs> Mac I'm sorry everyone Mac has lost his smile <laughs> He's just tripping dick on Percocet right now And just in time because hmm, Look at my notes here And in all caps it says Baron Corbin are you serious You fucking tricked me <laughs> Now why didn't you tell me that There's going to be a match between Baron Corbin and Miz That started on I'm sorry Oh on Twitter yeah it says on Twitter I thought I was hallucinating uh, well I didn't necessarily trick you I just neglected to mention lying by omission is what we call that my friend you know take it up with mumby mumby and mumby let me take this up with the uh, US champion Baron Corbin huh yeah is his theme music not the most 2000s about rock you've ever heard it it, it. <laughs> It's it's straight out of a POD catalog, and like I don't understand abs- it because I thought his his last music was pretty fine. He's the lone I wolf. I thought it was okay. His favorite anime, Lone Wolf and Cuck, but that's not important. Fuck. His music sounds like the singer of The Offspring, but with Breaking Benjamin, and it's the funniest thing. Man, that has all the makings of a Halo Two soundtrack. Absolutely, it does. And he's the brute, the lone wolf. <laughs> Tartarus. <laughs> so they played the videos that they tweeted where they were sitting in cars and yelling into their camera <laughs> because it's 2017 and the world's a fucking hellscape. They're still doing the Miztourage, which, yeah, sure. Yeah, we got two brands. You gotta, you gotta pay these people. No, I I don't quite get. Isn't the whole well like the point of Clash of Champions was supposed to be like the champions the night that the champions face each other? I think and but now that I, now I that they, they just spl- took it now that they split the brands they can't do that so now they have to do the champion versus champions on Survivor Series. I think yeah they don't I don't fuck I don't care I'm I mean done. I don't I don't really either but now you know whatever. let me look at last year's Clash of Champions what do we got here. <laughs> Let me guess, it's just all the titles, but for that brand? You're doing the work that I don't care to do. 
Yeah, it looks like it's just all that brand's titles on the line, which you would think would happen at every pay-per-view, because then why else would you buy it? Well, and so this one is a... This year is SmackDowns? Yeah, baby. Yeah. So look forward to more Jinder Mahal and Baron Corbin. I was going to say, because if it's a Raw-branded pay-per-view, then they get fucking two titles <laughs> defended, and then it's just a regular-ass pay-per-view. <laughs> Might as well bring back Cyber Sunday at oh, that point. Could you imagine, though? <sighs> I, I How mean, have they not brought that back with fucking Twitter being a thing? They might as well, but beca- because then it would be too difficult to fake. You could just put on, like, three good choices that people would want. Well, and, no, and that's the thing, because it, it was always pointless back then, because it was, all right, which which match is Randy Orton going to fight McFoley in? Is it going to be a hardcore match, a street fight, or a no-disqualification match? Do, Vote now. Do you want to see the big show in an arm wrestling match? <laughs> a knockout match? <laughs> Or a Texas bull rope match. They should, like taking they should test, bring it but back, no, but also above. include none of the above as a voting option. Oh my god, remember when Randy Orton wrestled Dusty Rhodes in a bull rope match? No. Fucking The what? late 2000s were a fucking hellscape. It was at like a great American bash because of course it was. Holy shit, I need to... No, you don't. Yeah, good point. Fair enough. He's dead now. So this match had the nerve to go on nine and a half minutes. <laughs> the fucking audacity. The gall. The gall. <laughs> These two men. So there was one good spot in this match. Or Miz <laughs> has been ended? working over. Yes. <laughs> there were two good points. Yeah. Where Miz has been working over his knee. And he did like a drop kick to the knee. And then as soon as he went to sell, he hit the skull crushing finale. He's like, all right, that was fine. And then he kicked out. And then Corbin hit his finisher without selling his leg and then pinned him clean. <laughs> Just yep. threw my hands in the air. Fuck it. Why bother? What's the point of me being alive? Well, I mean, that's its own separate issue. But Baron Corbin, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy him as, like, a badass. <laughs> really? He looks fucking sweet. He's got that cool jacket on and his goofy hairline. Sweet is exactly what he looks, but not like sweet <laughs> as in like those dudes from Harold and Kumar buying Mountain Dew. <laughs> like I mean diabetic. sweet as in like a dude who probably volunteers at like an elderly clinic and gives sponge baths to old dudes on Fridays. I don't know. It looks like he hangs around the high school and tries to too sweet everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. He's the guy who responds to every fucking hashtag cease and desist Twitter response with how much Vince is fucking over the Young Bucks. He's the wrestling equivalent of the guy that goes to every Trump tweet. He's like, uh, sir, you're a disgrace. Well, actually, they're making plenty of money on the independents. They don't need Vince McMahon. I mean, it's true, but we get it. Wrestling Twitter is really good. I'm happy you're a part of it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm not really... I'd say... Saying I'm a part of it might be a bit much. I'm more of a... Hey, I'm more we're all of a, part of the WWE universe, friend. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a stockholder in WWE, so... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> How's that treating you? Poorly. I get like, I get like 18 cent checks every like six months. It's great. That's fucking sick. It's amazing. So I don't know when we started doing post-match interviews in the ring, but I hate it. I, this isn't UFC, and none of the guys you pick to do it can talk. I, it was Baron Corbin this time and Jason Jordan last time I, I saw yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm like, over I feel it. like there's two people in the company that could handle doing a post-match interview. And... This guy's gonna... <sighs> <laughs> I showed you why I'm the real deal, or whatever their catchphrase is. 
They're just winded and tired, and Baron Corbin's hair is falling out. I just want just Braun Strowman to start doing post-match interviews and just have like fucking Renee get in the ring and be like, Braun, you know that was a that was a really devastating match. You know what do you have to say to your opponent? As he just like heavy pants into the microphone for thirty seconds and screams. <laughs> just, oh, you you really did a, a good job of putting down Jason Jordan. What do you think, Braun? <sighs> 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 And then he just leaves. <laughs> he has the greatest fucking music in the company. It's it's real good because I feel like that's one of the few entrance musics that it has like a sound in the beginning of it that can elicit a good pop. Like that's <laughs> it's the new not new, but it's the closest thing we're gonna get to the glass shattering. These days. <laughs> Bronze screaming. Yeah. Yes, and that's the best part. Like, it's not like a, you know, a, a trumpet or, yeah, glass shattering or something like that. It's just that man on a microphone in a room screaming. <laughs> he just hollers. Speaking of screaming, SmackDown must be screaming because they're down 2-1 to one to Raw. Oh, boy, the numbers game. Clearly getting the best of them. I love the announcer's banter. And I also love realizing that Corey Graves is on both shows, so why does he care about any of this? <laughs> Because he's the only person who is actually trying on the fucking commentary booth. That's right, Byron. <laughs> God damn it, him getting fucking Byron and Saxon confused. Second best part of the show. Uh, yeah. Best part of the show was something I bet you skipped over, uh, which was a promo for fucking Kay's Jewelry with Bailey, which is the worst thing I've ever watched. What? Oh, Bailey helped this guy pick out a ring to propose to his girlfriend in the middle of the wrestling ring. Now, I know I've never spoken. Thanks everybody for joining to... us for week two of the Full Special Warriors podcast. This has been the last episode ever. I'm done. Good night. I've never spoken directly to a human female, but when I finally do, I don't think I'm going to look at her and say, "Will you be the champion of my heart?" Like this cool dude did. That didn't actually happen. Wrestling is that not good, happen. and no one should watch it or that, be a fan of it. That didn't actually happen, Parker. So the Parker bar... Oh, you bet it did. Didn't happen. It was so to, good. Before we can move on to this podcast, I need you to tell me that that <laughs> is not actually a thing that they aired. I can send you the clip, my friend. I would like to go ahead and repeat myself from earlier. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this <laughs> Oh, we need to get on with this because I need to lay down. Okay, Daddy. This is taxing. So, we had the Usos. The and champion the of my heart, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mac, did you see that? <laughs> Interesting. So, <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Champion of his brain is CTE. <laughs> Fucking idiot. He's going to have a Bob Backlund-like record there. (laughs) (laughs) Champion for 40 gajillion years. Mr. No Days Off. Bleeding. (laughs) Mr. No More Oxygen to the Brain. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mac. That was mean. I won't make a joke again. The Cerebrum Assassin. (laughs) 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 So. Listen, Mac, if you really don't like us making these jokes, just speak up. (laughs) Being Nothing. Now. Forever hold your peace. Forever hold your brain. Mac, again. what did you think of the Usos in the bar? 
Man, I mean, all Pacific Islanders? It's fucked up. Don't you have your own things with natives up there? Okay, 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 okay. It's cool. Yes. I can't tell them apart either. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, especially now that they got rid of the face paint? Oh, God. <laughs> now... I don't follow this closely. When did the Usos magically become, like, the best tag team in the company? Because that's not a world I'm ready to live in. I, I feel like it was, yeah, it was when they ditched the face paint and just started acting like rappers. Because they're kind of, I mean, their promo was the drizzling shits. But my god, they're so good. Yeah, I mean, the, I feel like the Usos have always been great, but they've just been buried by a shit-boring gimmick. How they tried to make them high flyers, even though they can't do high flying. I, I mean, and then they just gave them super could, kicks. Yeah, I was gonna whatever. say they could do splashes and super kicks. That's that's all that matters. Like, like every match, they end up diving over the ropes, and every match is like, oh fuck! Did you see his foot? Doing, <laughs> he almost died. <laughs> them fucking goose stepping before they jump over. Oh my god! Now this match is where I made a note about the commentary, <laughs> which was Booker T saying to Corey Graves, "Hey Corey, how come you never won any tag titles?" <laughs> And then they all form just, uh, actually. They're, they're going to a real long way to not mention Neville, huh? <laughs> he literally didn't realize that Corey won the NXT titles. He had every well, single person there correcting him. He's just like, he just kept going, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> it was incredible. Also, shout out to them having the nerve to say the two top tag teams in the world. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, yeah. champ. And then they called it a super kick party. It's really subtle, actually. I, I, I kind of I loved every bit of that. Just because of, again, talking about... And, and now, I do want to clarify before I get any vitriol from the two people who listen to this. Uh, I, I like the Bullet Club. I like the Bucks. I like a lot of the things that they do. Uh... I, however, hate most of their fans. In <laughs> the way that, as I'm starting to get older, I, I feel like I that I apply to everything. Like, yeah, just, everything oh, that I like, really I cool. hate the people that also like it. <laughs> Which, I mean, that, by proxy, does extend to myself. There is a yeah, lot I mean, of self-loathing going on in this house. The um, hatred for myself are the roots that's, <laughs> that spawned this awful giving tree. <laughs> and I am the quest love of it. <laughs> oh Jesus! How dare you! <laughs> this is my Afro pick of depression, <laughs> dude. That kid with Afro pick raped that girl. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Punched her on stage. <laughs> Good morning, oh, ladies. Shit. Well, that's so... about enough to say about that match, I guess. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable. Like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's I, your I, standard, like, three-star, perfectly fine, very good, everyone in the match is good, it's, yeah, fine. I mean, I, but the, more importantly, it's two to two, baby. The tag matches continue to be some of the most, like, must-see matches on the card. Like, obviously, like, we're, we're getting to the one match that is actually oh must-see. So um, oh, my God. Because, man, oh, I just, oh. That's really all I have to say about this pay-per-view. We're getting there. Uh, but I, yeah, the Usos I think are putting on some of the best work of their career. Uh, Cesaro is amazing. Uh, uh, you know, I don't hate the bar either. Like, I don't like the name. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't like the name, but I do kind of like the uh, the taunt 
the the, th- the sideways thumbs out. You know, it kind very of, much it here looks for like them doing bar. the fusion dance. I'm no, I'm it. way into the fusion dance, and I'm way into the bright light back to back, like arms Absolutely. up, arms down thing. Like they're they're two people who were struggling individually, and now they're together. They're doing way better. It's things. weird. What do you take two people who are very very talented and then treat them like stars that people will like them? I I, I hesitate to call or Seamus very I mean, very that talented, entrance, but I think he's fine. I, I don't know. I just, I've never given a fuck. He suffers from the same problem for me with, like, Alberto Del Rio. Like, yeah, you can link, you can show me a million of his best matches and his best promos and all of this stuff. I just don't give a fuck. I've never given a fuck. How could you? So we get, speaking of putting on some of the best work of his career, Jason Jordan cut a promo about his dad. <laughs> what are they, are they doing? Like, it shows his face. There's a chorus of booze like, Hey, Captain Dickaballs, why'd you get kicked out of your match by your own dad? He's like, Oh, oh, I never get the opportunity. He's the GM. He could say in a match tomorrow. Oh, shit, I hope Triple H gets beat up and then I hope my dad wins. Cool. You're doing great, hun. I, you know what? I'm just, I'm mostly afraid that this is going somewhere. Oh, you mean to an incredibly awful heel turn? It's going to own... I mean, probably, but, like, you know, they're not... That's what this company needs, more heels. They're not going to involve fucking Triple H and general manager Kurt Angle in a fucking storyline that's going to, like, culminate at Roadblock, you know? like <laughs> The Roadblock to WrestleMania. Like, no, like, so, something tells me we're going to get, like, Jason Jordan versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania or something fucking stupid that I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but... Come April, I'm gonna listen to this fucking podcast again and hate my fucking self. But I can't wait till he's walking out behind the Miz and then getting pinned in a pre-show match. Well, luckily that's not gonna happen for a while because Mariz- the Miz is away filming the Marine Six. Oh fuck yeah, future episode. Yeah. Oh boy, well we have some news Man. about that later. Like Jason Jordan is the worst promo, but he does really good suplexes. If only he was in a tag team that could hide his weaknesses. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I whatever. I I like Shelton Benjamin way better than I like Jason Jordan. So I mean, if anything, Chad Gable whom traded doesn't, up. doesn't? Whom does not love so, Shelton Benjamin? And especially like old cousin Shelton Benjamin now, who like he, he's not. He's no pain. longer like he doesn't look like the frat boy who shows up and he like does backflips after he grabs the football. <laughs> like now he looks like the fucking cousin who just smuggled in a fucking handle of Everclear to the barbecue. He's like, hey, meet me out back the bar, and I got a fucking eighth of weed and all this fucking grain alcohol. Let's have a good time. Speaking of having a good time, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. I didn't watch this. Looking match. for some bragging rights. I didn't watch this match. I, it's again nothing about the women. I just I wandered away to go to the bathroom. I wandered away to get some snacks and just kind of forgot what I was doing, and then came back because I realized that AJ and Brock was going to happen soon. So, at no point did you tell me to skip it, which is interesting. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Oh, cool, I got thoughts. Good. (laughs) Yeah, me too, but they ain't in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I too have talked to a lot of girls in real life. I don't, I am. So, notice Quarter Graves makes the exact same joke every time they do the thing with all the announcers, huh? Yeah. Hey, and by the way, because they also do this for all the B-shows... Maybe you could, like, afford to pay your talent if you didn't bring 18 different announced teams to fucking Clash of Champions. They have announcers in every major language. I know, but they do oh, it in all of oh, them. Oh, the language people, yeah. 
Now, I, I, I love, I love the, I love the fucking five minute round table camera shot where we have to go around and see everybody. Uh, although I can't like, be mad at it because I always get excited because I get to see Funaki. So like you see, literally twenty people on the payroll at fucking Roadblock, and you look at the rest. It's like they're all gonna be dead at forty, and they won't be able to afford health insurance. But we can fly in Funaki. Number one. SmackDown announced a number one. Hell yeah. So you didn't watch this match at all, huh? Nope. Not even well, a little bit. Well, there was one highlight, which is about three minutes into the match, Booker T makes an analogy about the championship rounds, and there's silence, and then everyone starts laughing and asking what he's talking about. <laughs> it all right, maybe I'll go back and watch that. That sounds pretty good. Like The match is like, it's fine. It's decent enough. Alexa Bliss is incredible at being the sore, sore loser in every scenario. Oh, God, absolutely. But uh, this match taught me a thing or two, because, like, you know, these women's matches since the Divas Revolution trademark, for the most part, Hashtag I mean, when they have you. certain people involved, they're pretty decent. Yeah. A lot of them aren't amazing, but there's a lot of decent ones. And I'm watching this match, I'm like, eh, this is fine, not really doing anything. And it's when I hear Michael Cole say, the last time we had women's champion versus women's champion was when Michelle McCool beat Molina. And my heart stopped, and I realized, like, oh, I should shut the fuck up. Yeah, maybe we have come a long way. I sh- should shut my goddamn whore mouth, because I just started remembering multiple-time champion Candice Michelle. <laughs> so you know what? Remember Kelly Kelly? Five stars. Holler, holler, holler. <laughs> if you hear me. <laughs> Kelly Kelly comes back with Scott Steiner as her manager. Oh my god, he would just fucking bench press her on the entrance <laughs> ramp. <laughs> I hope you're not thinking about the Steiners meeting up that crippled kid again. Shut up! Shut up, cup. Just fucking Frankensteinering that goddamn cancer-ridden idiot. <laughs> I want to say fucking the Steiner brothers use Zach Gowan as a pool cue. I miss Scott Steiner so much. I rewatched a bunch of his TNA promos like a week ago. Can we can we make a promise right here and now on episode two of the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast brought to you by Mumby Mumby and Mumby Associates and Soapy Massage uh, <laughs> that we broadcast our 100th episode from a Shoney's? Oh my god, yes. Can we do a bonus episode that's just his workout tape? Because it's incredible. Yes. It's just him in a gym with like a bunch of women in bikinis sitting on his lap while he does curls. Stay tuned for the bonus uh, FSW <laughs> podcast while we live listen to that. <laughs> it's the funniest goddamn thing. He used to be on YouTube. Oh, I'll find it. So this match is decent, all but SmackDown is pulled ahead. It's three to two. Oh no! What? I hope nothing weird happens, like it being a tie going into the main event and it being winner take all. That, that would be wacky. So I want you to tell me about Brock Lesnar versus you know, AJ no, Styles. No. I, I, okay, I want to I, I, I save that. I want to save that for the end, because that's the only match oh. that actually fucking matters. Let's get this dog shit fucking five-on-five five bullshit out of the way <sighs> right here and now. This fucking well. nostalgic clusterfuck of a disaster of a match. All right, well. Fifteen minutes of entrances later, <laughs> not exaggerating, Team Raw, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe... And Triple H, of course. The King of Kings. Take, take on Team SmackDown with Shane McMahon, Randall Keith Orton, <laughs> Robert Roode, <laughs> Shinsuke. Not gonna wrestle here anymore. 
and Juan Cena for some reason. Brands. Oh, I see. If Raw lost, Kurt Angle would have been fired. Wait, cool. really? That... Apparently. This is in the Wikipedia match notes. Oh, God, it is. I thought she was just. I watched that. Whatever. I don't. Did they even allude to that during the match? I... Man. Uh, they were too busy focusing on the real stars of the match <laughs> Shane McMahon and Triple H. You know, this match, I gotta go ahead and give it at least a 4.5 stars. Just for the fact alone that we got some more bullshit Shane flop punches. Oh my god. It's like this match... I mean, the rest of the show was really good. I mean, we skipped past the incredible match, but even the earlier matches we were lukewarm on, like, all of them are solid three stars or higher. No, absolutely. They're all perfectly fine. First half of this match, a lot of fun. A lot of matchups you haven't seen before. Yeah. I mean, sure, it I mean, it's mostly Joe. just Triple H versus everybody, all the new people. But you know, we finally got to see Samoa Joe take on Randy Orton. Finally, <laughs> finally. But like, we we got what the IWC has together. been asking for for years. By the way, the crowd chanting NXT for Balor and Nakamura. Nice try, <laughs> you fucking yetis. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got to see Triple H wrestle his large adult son, Robert Roode. That was incredible. <laughs> that that was pretty good. The uh, the the glorious suck it banter back and forth was pretty fantastic. I mean, I don't have to tell you Finn's reaction while Roode was dancing. <laughs> the, <fucking laughs> the most dead serious eyes. Just yelling, don't you do it. Do, it. do not. <laughs> Finn was the MVP of this. Uh, the apron MVP of this match for me, anyway. Like it's like Kurt Angle looks old. He. I think, what was it? Like, he tore his thumb in his leg doing wind sprints. Like, he was clearly hurt. But still never get tired of watching him throw people. Yeah. No, I... Never, ever, ever. I hope I watch... I, I hope I get to watch Kurt Angle throw people over his head until the day his neck breaks. Well. <laughs> that is great. So, everything is going pretty fun. A lot of people just, you know, coming in, hitting fun moves on each other. A lot of interesting matchups. Nakamura lays out four guys like, all right, this is good. And then I write right here, I think some dumb shit's coming soon. <laughs> and then right here it says, Nakamura pin clean. And then rude pin clean. By who, though? So Raw is who up five that? to three. Who, who would and pin those Shane two young up-and-comers clean? Two of your brightest high price acquisitions. That should be the face of your company in the next three years. Pin clean, and here comes Shane O'Mac. Excuse you, the money. Money, 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 money. Dollar, dollar. I mean, I enjoyed the entire SmackDown team just throwing Braun through that table. Yeah. But Shane McMahon did those punches again, man. <laughs> he has to know how bad they look. I love when they name drop the Muay Thai guy he trains with. I would be so fucking pissed off if someone credited me for that. I would shut down my gym. That man's career is done. He is washing so, cars right now. So we finally got Samoa Joe versus Cena, which was that yeah, was fine. That was yeah. That's a match that I did feel like we deserve. It, 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 we'll get it at some point. I feel there. Uh, but then. Joe argues with Finn for some reason, and they both eat AAs, and then Joe gets hit with a second A and gets pinned. Clean. You know what I really love about pay-per-views? 
I love watching my favorite wrestlers lose because they're big, stupid babies who get into arguments over who tagged in. <laughs> They've all been doing this for decades and haven't figured out that maybe I should pay a little bit more attention during a match no, like this. No, they just get mad at each other, even though they're not feuding and have no reason to be mad at each other. It's not like it's not like any of these matches mean anything or they're for anything. So, three of your favorite people are gone. <laughs> all right. And then, for literally no reason... Cena's gone, which makes you wonder why did you fake your retirement and then come back for this match? <laughs> like, they played up. You remember, right? Like, you fucking did the long goodbye. It took him like 10 minutes to leave the goddamn ring. Yeah. Like, left his shirt out there. By the way, every time he comes out, I think of the Photoshop of him holding the ISIS flag. I just want you to know that. <laughs> So Cena's gone, and it's Raw 4, SmackDown 2, with Orton and Shane. That's who's left on that team. Is it 2017 or 2003? I don't well, know. Well, good news. Raw still has Finn Bal... Oh, he had RKO. So now it's Randy Orton, a non-wrestler, two old guys, and Braun, who's incapacitated. <laughs> Then we get to the part where Zayn and Owens run out, and you realize, wait a second. Why are these people not on the team instead of Orton and Shane? <laughs> but then they both get chased off by Shane McMahon, and I start screaming at my monitor. I am red mad and nude in front of my screen, hooping and hollering and ripping off my shirt like Alex Jones and just screaming. <laughs> And it's that point where I look down and Orton gets pinned and I realize I'm going to have to watch Shane McMahon fight off three people by himself for ten minutes. Yeah. The match slows to a crawl as our hero, a McMahon. <laughs> Damn it. Not any of the stars. Not Nakamura. Nope. Not any of these people that the entire arena went apeshit for. We're going to watch Shane McMahon who's 40 years old and not a wrestler, slowly fight back. Out. He fought out of that ankle lock for 47 years. <laughs> it was. He's still fighting out of it. He is still reaching for those goddamn ropes. Every goddamn month, I have to watch this old piece of shit in a 40-minute main event, and I'm up to here. I'm over it. At least someone's over. Can't wait to watch him wrestle his brother-in-law, the game. <laughs> the king of kings. By the way, those 15-minute entrances, you better believe Triple H got his full intro with the water spit and everything, oh, yeah. and him standing on the turnbuckle. Looking old as fuck. Looking like a fucking corpse. The best part of this match is when he yelled, shut up, Phillips, and he said, I'm sexed. <laughs> Literally the best part. Also, shout out to Cena not being bothered to get a blue shirt. Yeah. He was the only one who didn't have the shirt on. <laughs> Whatever. Buy my merch. Fuck y'all. So we get near the end. Shane is fighting back valiantly. Shane McMahon, the hero. The last man standing. The McMahon fighting everyone off all by himself because he's the coolest. And then Triple H pedigrees Kurt. Because you see, RJ, <laughs> it's always about this goddamn stupid fucking family. <laughs> It's always about these same goddamn people 20 years later. Yeah. I mean, you didn't come up with WrestleMania, did you? 
No. I didn't come up with WrestleMania, did I? So shut the fuck up and watch the product. He pedigrees Kurt and then puts Shane's corpse on him. Shane gets the pin on what's basically a 10 count, but it doesn't matter because of course he's still down because he ate a pedigree. It's all about the McMahons, baby. That that stare that fucking Braun gave of just forlorn confusion <laughs> and at the same time going, oh, we're back to this shit again? So, so dude, like, it's the McMahon regime is back together. Shane and Triple H are... Oh, Triple H just pedigrees him and then pins him immediately. That way Triple H gets the win. <laughs> and it's at this moment, I start typing, are you serious? And then I stop in a cold sweat and realize... Of course you are. I'm going to have to watch Triple H have a 25-minute match with Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. Yep. His boring, shit-ass, goddamn main events where half of it's fucking crowd work and hitting finishers and laying there, and they're all so bad. Oh, my God. They always go into the crowd, and they all... Oh, I hate them. I hate them so much. Mm-hmm. Ready for... But don't worry, Raw DX versus Braun Strowman? <laughs> I thought my heart stopped. <laughs> oh, God. So. Well, you better kick that shit back into fucking gear because it's about the time to talk about the only match that so actually fucking... That match that literally ruined the show. That's how we go off the air. But that's not how we're ending this goddamn episode. Uh, no, fuck no. We're ending this one on a goddamn high note because I want to talk about the best goddamn wrestling match I've seen in a long fucking time. It really owns that Styles won the title on literally no build-up because they realized that Lesnar versus the Maharaja would be an absolute disaster. I mean, I would have loved to. I would have loved to see fucking Gender getting thrown around like a fucking trash rag. Could you, imagine? Could you imagine if he just like didn't try and sell for him and just? Oh my god! Remember that Rumble where Braun didn't go down oh. and Brock hit him, and he just decided to like, no, no, sir, this isn't how this. Brock just strong armed the tits off of him. Oh yeah. My god. That's kind of what I was hoping for. I love Brock Lesnar so much. Like, could you imagine little fucking Singh brothers' face when they watch Jinder get up a little bit too quick after a fucking suplex? After that 400-pound fucking sweaty tomato realizes that that guy's not selling for him? He lifted up Mercury and Noble and just threw them. Oh my god, I'm standing up. I'm pacing. <laughs> I'm getting so fucking amped right god, now. Side note, uh, you seen a fucking picture of Joey Mercury recently? Yeah, boy. He's uh, ripped. What the fuck? Guess uh, the Indies don't drug test, huh, buddy? What? what? Where was that? <laughs> In the Stranded Society doesn't include HGH, my Holy friend. Holy shit. I mean, I get he so, probably got a bunch of fucking steroids after splitting his nose into 28 oh, places. So but much HGH. God. Hey, what works for the Maharaja? <laughs> I wonder if Mercury has all that bacne, too. <clears throat> oh, you know it. But so, the reason I never skip the video package is because I get things like this, where I get a young AJ Styles in his early 20s on WCW Nitro. A thing I forgot happened. I, I, that's, a, that's a thing. I had no idea that happened until I oh, saw yeah. that. A lot of those TNA Man. guys were on. 2001 WCW is a hellscape the likes of which. <sighs> like, we joke about how bad this show is and how bad TNA is. You can't even comprehend. I, 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 I... I I wish and I don't wish that I watched it back then. Like I'm glad well, I didn't. We There's had a, 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 the majority a means of me to watch it. Is glad that I didn't. And then a but and then a means to record our impressions of watching it. <laughs> Content is coming, my friend. I want to ride that wave. So I have like four notes in a row here. Just say Jesus Christ, he threw him so far. Yeah, 
this match hit again all of my points. There was a lot of throwing a motherfucker over a motherfucker. And Lesnar does my favorite thing is when the bell rings and he just immediately bull rushes and throws them as hard as they can. <laughs> he's, he's like a more he, conscious he, Festus. <laughs> he gets awoken by the bell and then aims to throw them as far as they can to set the tone. <laughs> you gotta set up the and play I action. Love, to run the I play love action. <laughs> the VCU of the Survivor Series. <laughs> gotta set up the suplex to run the suplex. <laughs> I love that all of Brock's reversals look like he forgot he's in a match and he's freaking out and be like, oh, fuck, shit, and just throwing him as hard as he can. Like, there was one that was clearly a botch where, like, he sort of fell, so he just recovered by picking him over the head and just throwing him across the ring. <laughs> he's so fucking good. I love this match That's just so like, much. You know, when most people don't know what to do with their hands, they, like, put them in their pockets or they, like, play with their fingernails, Brock throws a dude. He just wraps them around her waist and screams and throws them into hell. Uh, now, there comes a point in this match. There's a lot of Brock beating on AJ early. And AJ's able to turn the tides and start getting some offense going. He locks in a calf crusher. Oh my god. And before this even happens, I made a note of like, good lord, look at how hard Brock is selling for it. Brock like sold he is screaming. his heart his out. His face is so red. And then it happens. Brock sold his goddamn heart out that match. Brock realizes... That reversal. I I think the message I sent to you... When that happened, kind of exemplified my feelings. I think I just sent you A-H-H-H-H. There was about 48 H's, all in capital letters. I rewound it 17 times. (laughs) I counted. He realizes in this moment, this is a wrestling match. This is not UFC. This is not jiu-jitsu. I can do this. So he grabs AJ Styles by the head and slams it into the mat over and over and over until the hold is relinquished. Brock just had a fucking Charlie in the trees flashback kind of moment there. I screamed. I laughed. I, I might have cried in happiness. He grabbed that grown man by the head and bounced it off the fucking ground that, until his leg was let go of. That might be my favorite spot of the year so far. I will, like, from every, from I will anything. remember that for the rest of my life. I That looked like a fucking Gears of War execution. <laughs> that, <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Like, it was the best selling I've ever seen Brock do. Like, wow, he's really trying to put this guy, oh my god. Well, and oh my god, he killed it. At the, at the end of the match, like you saw fucking, like, Brock was selling the shit out of that knee when he did the F5, or when he fucking caught Styles midair, which I, I knew that was coming, and it, it still was just every bit as amazing as it I It never ceases to amaze me, because it's never crisp. Like, there's always that knee giving, as he's like, oh, oh, no, just oh, kidding. Yeah, I have to, and then he's got to catch a grown man in fucking midair. Like, but it always looks so real. It never looks like a spot. It looks like he's always like, "Oh, I wasn't actually supposed to catch you." Yeah, but my large body is here now, and now you are dying. This this match made me realize that Brock actually does give a shit about wrestling. When you get like, to wrestle AJ Styles, turns out you care. No, yeah. Well, I mean, like honestly, even since since Brock came back, like the, from the last time. Like, yeah, this it's just started to get old. Like, okay, Suplex City, I got it. Yeah, but my God. By the power of Grayskull, he lifted that man's head <laughs> and threw it on the canvas. 
I'll, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to watch it again. I promise. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to <laughs> as well. The last thing I see when I close my eyes. I mean, listen, like his that the Goldberg feud did not do good things for Lesnar. No. Um, I mean, it was nice seeing Goldberg again, kinda. Um, <laughs> but look, I'm happy it happened. No, yeah. I mean, you know, I I kind of wish we got a little bit more than a six minute fucking squash match. And yet, that WrestleMania match was literally perfect. Yeah. I mean that that's what it should I think that like it that should have been if their only match. If it went 10 seconds longer it would have lost a star. That should have been their their match. Like there there shouldn't have been a weird follow-up or a match before that like that should have been it should have been a one and done. I want to see this match every month for the rest of my life. I might actually do that. Like this just I, give I, them their own title and just let them defend it in a best of 400 series. This might be one of those matches that like when I hear like people like, all right, hey, what's a good match to start watching wrestling on? Like it's, I I normally say Razor Sean ladder match. Here you go. Um, it's fifteen minutes. Here's but, the story. Yeah. One is the best in the world, and one is a literal monster. It's a fucking gorilla. One is a human freak of nature that should not exist in this world. One is a UFC heavyweight champion, and the other is the best in the world. <laughs> And then they tell the perfect story. The large gorilla man beats the absolute dog fuck out of him. He gets caught, almost gets submitted, throws his head into the fucking dirt, <laughs> grabs him out of the air, hits him with one F5. Just one. One finisher. Done. It's literally perfect. All of the stars. I mean, to be fair, Silas kind of got the snot beat out of him for a majority of that, so it didn't really oh, needed more. Like, it didn't really need more than one finisher. But I mean, but still, like considering every big match is all right. Yeah. Well, oh well, no, he kicked out of the fourth AA. Like, tur- no, no, well, no. He caught him and went no small man. Turns out when you have two people who know what they're doing in the ring, you don't need to rely on false finishes to create a good story. He fought valiantly, human child man, <laughs> but you die here. Threw him into the canvas and it was over. Pick up a Tonka truck and see you next time. And then sold his leg the entire way out down the ramp. Start to finish, perfect. Brock is... Um, gorillion stars. I never would see... Thought I would have saw the day where Brock is the ultimate company man. But And then yet, that main event was so bad, it, all, it ruined the entire show. It tarnished all of this. I, I'm glad that I it, watched the main event the day after. Watch this like, match. I, I ended every day after Lesnar and Styles because I, honest to God, thought that the Team Raw match went on earlier and I missed it. As it should have. Like I thought, like I thought it had already happened. So after Styles Lesnar, I turned it off and was done. And then was like, wait a minute, there was what? What the fuck happened at the Raw thing? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh wait, why is it? Why are the results just coming out? Oh shit, I must have missed it. I guess I'll watch it tomorrow. And then I did and went, oh, well, there's 33 minutes I'm never getting back. <laughs> Oopsies. God, I'm going to watch it again before I go to bed. I can feel it. I, it's so fucking good. Yeah, I think. I think I, think I might get Mac, what were your thoughts? <laughs> That's a good question. Mac, you have been uncharacteristically quiet tonight. Uh, I want to let you go get ahead and get the, uh, the final word about the pay-per-view. Uh, and can you do our sponsor reads? Very important. Yes, please. We we need to get that Skrilla to keep bringing you this lovely content. Hey. All right, perfect. That about wraps it up, guys. All right, that's going to do it for episode two of the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast. Uh, we're hopefully going to be coming back to you with a little bit more regularity. 
It's tricky, living on all different coasts with three different people with different schedules, but we're going to make it work. The power of content and quality wrestling will bring us together again. I mean, we got some big shows coming up. You know, we were saying earlier, we got what Clash of Champions coming up. We got Royal Rumble. The actual big show will be playing Destiny 2 and vaping. I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing. So, you know. Always staying on brand. See, that's what I like. Uh, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. That should be interesting. That should be good. Always a fun time at the Rumble. You know, always... Uh, Who's going to show you up? say that. Who's going to show up? Which we is... never know. You know, it's going to be, uh, is it going to be Val Venus? Is it going to be RVD? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Two of your favorites, <laughs> Val Venus and RVD. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. Will it be the big quiche? <laughs> I did it. Only one pay-per-view left of the year, ladies and germs. The Clash of Champions going out on a high note. <sighs> With a SmackDown-themed pay-per-view with Jinder Mahal in the main event. What's the date for that? So I can know. There's to... literally no other way for 2017 in, but with Jinder Mahal winning the title back <laughs> and holding it for another six months. Oh God, it's the fucking week before Christmas in Boston. This will be God. great. Oh, you know John Cena is going to come back for his hometown. Oh boy. Maybe he'll embarrass Baron Corbin again. That would fucking own. Where is Rusev? What the fuck? That's a good... He's just like, realized. He's like tagging with fucking Aiden English. Going to SmackDown brand. I'm livid right now. Uh, yeah. I right, wait a minute. When When does NXT take over Philadelphia? Aiden English. Oh, that happened. Oh, okay. That's not till January. Okay, so we yeah, have until January until we get wrestling either. that I gotta give a shit about. But... How dare you? Uh, I'm just kidding. I know. I'm being harsh. I know. I'm definitely, I'm harsh about a lot of it, but it's because I love it. It's because it's a thing that I'm passionate about. Something that I have, I want to be I think we need to take a trip down memory lane, watch some late 2000 stuff, and really let you realize how good you have it. Yeah. Because last time I got back into wrestling, it was like 07. There was a lot of Bobby Lashley on my TV. Oh, boy. So I uh, really feel like yeah, maybe I should take a moment and appreciate and thank my blessings. The split championship reign of Michelle McCool and Layla with oh god, when they broke the, the belt in half, belt. they pulled it apart. They pulled a, a metallic championship belt in half. Thank you everybody for joining us for the second episode <laughs> of the Full Spectrum Warriors podcast. Once again, brought to you by Mumby 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 Associates and Soap and Massage. Uh, Get the lead out. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? See you next time. Bye, Mac.